Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday. It's April something. I think it's April 6, 2023. We're getting very close to Boston. That's pretty much like everything that's on my mind. That's what's been keeping me busy, trying to get the calendar, everything all scheduled. But there's still a little bit of time. I think I'm kind of like finally in the taper now. So, uh, but that's where we're at. Hopefully, you guys are doing okay. Everyone listening in on the podcast. Maybe you're getting in a taper run in today. Taking it in nice and easy. Don't go too crazy. You know, save it for the course, that kind of thing. And everyone watching this on YouTube later, but not live, welcome to you guys as well. You are listening to the number one podcast to listen to while you're trying to figure out where that smell in the kitchen is coming from. I feel like that's probably a very common thing that people are doing while they're listening to this. So welcome to you guys. And I hope you find it. It's probably something with the sink. That's my guess. All right. Today in the uh, for our guest for happy hour, you know, for happy hour, we're not doing so much boozy happy hours anymore. Although if you wanted to get boozy, that's fine. But we're bringing in friends. That's what makes it happy. And to this week's friend is going to be Erin Azar, Mrs. Space Cadet herself. She doesn't need a lot of introductions, so we're just going to bring her right in. Erin, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I feel very fancy being on the number one podcast. <laughs> number one, uh, number one running podcast for trying to figure out what the smell in the kitchen. No, is. just number one podcast. Just <laughs> good. There it is. All right. All right. Well, you know what? It's, it's hard to say that because you're on two different podcasts and those I, I think am. are also doing really well. Yes. Yeah. So you've got non-members We can be tied. Only. Okay. Okay. Three-way <laughs> tie. Uh, non-members only is one of the podcasts that you're doing. And mm -hmm. you've also been doing the Why I Run with Red Bull. Yes. Awesome. How are those podcasts been going for you? Uh, really well. I think, you know, with the Red Bull one, that was... I never did interviews before. And so mm -hmm. I, you know, asked them a thousand times. I'm like, are you sure that you want me to do this? You know, I have no experience interviewing. These are going to be really high profile people. I mean, very well known Red Bull athletes and other people um, in the running space. And I think they just wanted kind of, you know, my co-host Io is very official. He's mm -hmm. very professional. So I think we're, we're like a good mix. And okay. this is season two. So I feel mm -hmm. like I got my bearings and I'm very comfortable interviewing people now. Um, okay. I've been doing some with the USATF uh, athletes too. So I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've been loving the content that you've been making with USATF. Um, Thank you. Getting, I mean, I don't think that there's a lot of people out there that could get Craig Engels to do an interpretive dance after 5k. So I feel <laughs> I was like proud of that. Because <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I always felt like it's in there. You look at him and you're like, there's an interpretive dance in there wanting to get out. He I just think... needs the right muse to draw it out of him. Yes. Yeah. You can, you can tell when you look at someone that they're holding it in. <laughs> and I just felt like I needed to target Craig. Yeah he would be a, uh, the perfect person for it. And yeah. he was, I think yeah. we pulled off a very therapeutic dance together. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's been enjoying running a lot lately since that, you know? So I feel like it's been kind I know. of like a release for him. What can I say? Yeah. I, you know, what's funny uh, speaking of Craig, I just saw this video pop up on my feed. It's definitely old. Someone mm -hmm. brought it back, but it was one where he was running a race and I think it was indoor and they said he celebrated too early. I don't know if you saw this. Yes. yes and he yes. was like waving at the yeah. crowd. <laughs> and then some guy, you know, came up and won and his face was like, ah, you know, he was so frustrated. <laughs> and I don't know. That was just so 
I never saw that before. And I wish that I did before I interviewed Craig mm -hmm. so I could bring up that wound again <laughs> and then do the interpretive dance. <laughs> but, you, you know, that was probably part of what he was thinking. I could see. He was probably letting it out, yeah, processing he was letting, it. Yeah. He was letting it out. Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's get to a couple of people in the chat here. Um, Matthias Ventus says, my wife actually found Aaron before me. So you got like a husband wife team that Love are big that. family years. That's the um, best. Lou Klein says, hi, Aaron. It was fun meeting at last year's New York City Marathon Shakeouts. Hi, Lou. Very cool. Um, and Eliza, who's a regular, says, I am looking forward to seeing everyone in Boston. Exciting. I'm excited for Boston. Yeah, and you're, you're running it. What's up? And you're running it. I'm I'm running it. I thought you said you were running it. I was like, oh, wait, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, congrats on your PB oh, in Tokyo. You your thank peanut you. butter. Yeah, yeah. That's what what's they call the, it. Abroad. What's the difference between PB and PR? Uh, in the U.S., we say PR. And everywhere else in the world, they say PB. Oh, it's like soccer okay. football, that kind of thing. Okay. So that's all. That's the yeah. only thing. I mean, I go, I've been going back and forth with it um, because – you know, like when you watch uh, other events, like when I watch a track meet on TV, they'll say like, here's the world record. Here's what that number is. And then for yeah. certain athletes, they'll be like, oh, and this was the season's best for them. So like, that's the fastest they ran like this year. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you could do like a season's best, a personal best. But if, you know, you, you save the R for like world record, area record. You oh, know okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah, then, that makes sense. But then I go back and forth and I say PR all the time too. Yeah. Okay. So PB, PR, whatever. Yeah. Those those uh, phrases, though, by the way, that the commentators say are very confusing to me. So when right. we were the uh, the New Balance Indoor Grand Prix was my first ever track meet. Okay. Uh, watching it, and so I was I had no clue what was going on to begin with, and then they were saying things like fastest so and so, um, and then they would say this year, but I'm like it's February. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like, I, I wish they had a more clear thing. Like it, was this a big deal mm -hmm. or was it just a big deal this month oh, okay. or yeah. at all time or yeah. just the person? Yeah. There's well, so I, many, there's so many records. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's because of the fact that it's not like other sports where you could be like, Oh yeah, he's been putting it down like triple doubles like averaging them for the first half of the season. Like you can't say that for like, there's no other, no other way to kind of like gauge progress. If yeah. say someone doing better or worse than last year. So yeah, there's stuff like, you know, like here's the meat record, the fastest that anyone ran like in this building yeah. or here's like the area record or like in the U S we have the weird thing of like fastest, like non-African born American kind oh, of really? thing. Yeah. It's a, that's another weird one. That's wild. Um, okay. <laughs> so like, there's lots of like different ways to kind of slice it up, but yeah. I like, I like, you know, I like fastest in my age group or like, you know, I got eighth in my age group. I like age group. That's, 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 that's more my speed. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, but you are going to be in Boston to spectate. To yes. Take in the race. I will be spectating. Um, I've been sharing, uh, my friend and manager's story. She was a survivor mm -hmm. of the Boston marathon, and she um, has left, well, even when she lived in Boston, she left the city every year, the weekend of the race. And um, this year she'll be running her first marathon um, and it'll be Boston. So I will be there um, supporting, spectating, 
going to events, doing a shakeout run and yeah, just taking it all in. Marathon weekends are like magic. It's, Mm -hmm. There's so much information to take in, so many people to see, so much to do. And then I'm I constantly have FOMO because I'm like, oh, I want to do this at four, but that thing's at four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I feel like Boston is like the best and worst because like to mm-hmm. pick any one event, you have to say no to two others. Because there's yes. only so many days and you can only do so many shakeouts. That's so, why like... I love your race weekend recaps. Okay. You cram so much into there. <laughs> And I and you also are kind of like a, a food channel mixed in there. I like to eat. Well, we all like to eat. We're all runners here. Yeah, so but you I'm do like... a nice job of like reviewing the food as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a it's yeah. it's like I experience a race weekend, but I like to see what you do because we often do different things. Yeah, well, and I like to see what you're what you're doing as well because I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, look at all those people that were there to see Aaron. Yeah. So that's always fun a lot times. of fun. Uh, when when is your shakeout going to be? Um, so tentatively, as of now, it's Saturday morning at uh, I think it's nine. Okay. Yeah, Saturday morning at nine. I'm gonna okay. put like official yeah things up. Um, <laughs> we are limiting it to fifty people. Oh, okay. Which I don't think a lot of people do for shakeout runs. I noticed it's like the more the merrier, and hundreds of people show up, but um. I don't want it to be, I don't want anyone left behind mm-hmm. and I want it to be really, uh, like not chaotic. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, but I think it'll be good. I mean, there's, I think there's benefits of both, like a really huge shakeout run, um, but also like a smaller intimate one. So I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, that'll be fun. No, yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times with those events, like there's stuff that's inside where there's like seating capacities and stuff. And mm-hmm. then it's like, well, you can come run with us and there'll be like a hundred something people. <laughs> yeah. That's all. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah. It gets to be a little bit overwhelming and it's kind of like when it's a smaller event, I can talk to people. Yeah. When it's a bigger one, I'm just like, uh, I don't know who to, there's too many people sometimes. Yeah. 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 I, I know what you mean. Sometimes I freeze up. Yeah, well, and it's just like, well, I want to talk to everybody because everyone came out, you know? Yeah. So that makes it really hard. And then you can't get to everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Uh, Daniel Burton says, I agree. It's like a food channel. <laughs> yeah, I love but, it, though. Yeah. Um, you were recently, speaking of food, you were recently in, in Puerto Rico to visit your parents? Yes. Yeah. Um, do you get really into the Puerto Rican food while you're down there? Or what's, what's more kind of like your vacation food like when you're there? Yeah, when we're there, I mean, I really love the mofongo oh, yeah. and yeah. Um, and things like that. But there's also really American food everywhere. Um, and we have our favorite places. Like there's a, a specific place we go for empanadas and there's a mm-hmm. specific place we go for mofongo. Okay. And, um, but we tend to eat in a lot. Because my mom's always cooking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we don't go out too much to eat. Mm-hmm. And I've been having, I mean, I always talk about my stomach issues, I feel like, in yeah. my in yeah. my content. But, yeah, so the thing that's helping is not eating sugar or a lot of carbs. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, all the food in Puerto Rico that's really good is carbs. 
Okay. Um, so I, I got um, out of that vacation with a pretty bad stomach ache yeah. for a few days. I'm back yeah. to normal now, but that okay. was a rough transition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Martha says we talk about food constantly here, Aaron, food and poop. So yeah, I mean, like, food and poop. Right, you're in the right I mean, spot, yeah. You know, um, yeah. Like um, my, my wife has been kind of trying to figure out gluten, if that's like something that's been bothering her. Mm. You know, so a lot of times she eats gluten-free and I'll make like a, like a second dinner sometimes for her. Yeah. Uh, other times if like, if I'm making a pizza, she'd be like, I'm just going to eat the gluten today. You know? Yeah. So, that's what I was like, doing. So I'm just like, I'm was... gonna, she's like, I'm going to pay for this later, but I'm just going to do yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Um, all right. So what else do you have on, on tap for, for Boston other than the, the shakeout run and then following your manager around the course? <laughs> Oh yeah. So I, um, I got interested in a couple events at the Brooks Hyperion house. Um, so one of them, I'm like trying to weasel my way in because it's full, but, um, Des and Kara, the podcast they have, um, have you heard that podcast yet? It's I know it's kind of new, but, um, I love that podcast. Yeah. I like, nobody asked us. I like, I like hearing, people like that talk candidly because they're not into you can tell they don't really like to make video content they're Mm -hmm. more like they're professional runners and professional everything else so um it's cool to get to hear that side of them especially the episode where they were talking about being introverts yeah yeah. uh, you know (laughs) i'm gonna get out of here i got postmates waiting for me at my hotel (laughs) yep yeah Yeah. so anyway they're doing a live recording um uh, i forgot i think that's like a friday night or i think it's friday Friday evening or something so i thought that would be cool um we have some dinners scheduled like meeting like work type things which isn't fun but um i think we're gonna be filming a lot and editing a lot okay in the hotel room yeah. And yeah, yeah. um getting to whatever events we can All right. and stalking people to see if they'll say hi to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here do you you probably get this a lot where like after an event, people will be like, Oh, I saw you at like such and such, but it looked like you were doing something. Yeah. And you're like, I was on my phone. I was on my phone. I was just like yeah. looking at the weather, you know. Yeah. Like, I I um I had that in I think it was might have been new york city oh my gosh i can't even remember now but um my manager i was walking around with my manager and dan and Mm. so many people messaged me on instagram saying i wanted to say hi to you at the expo but um you looked busy or something like that and i'm like i was walking around with a glazed over look on my face i was not busy (laughs) um please say hi to me. That's, that's yeah. why I go to these things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, we got something here from Peter Bromka who says, you can have my ticket. He has a ticket to the, nobody asked us live taping. So oh, no way. It, Peter. I, I think, hi, Peter. You know Peter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, is it, it's probably, I'm guessing it's already sold out. It is. It. Yeah. Cause I was it looking is. at, I was like, Oh, I kind of want to go. I get in Friday afternoon. But mm. I'm worried that I would like to go to the expo on Friday. Okay. What what time on Friday do you get in? Like 2.30 or something like that. Oh, that's cutting it close. And so, like, I could go directly there if I if I had a ticket. 
I could could have gone like directly there, but then I wouldn't be able to go to the expo that day. Yeah. I feel like the later you go, the more like crazy it's going to be at the expo. I've never been to a Boston Marathon expo, Mm -hmm. but it's I have a feeling it's going to be overwhelming. Yes. Because I feel well, not like the Tokyo one from what it looked like. Yeah, well, you know, that was that was wild. That was wild. Yeah. There, was, there were so many people there. Um, they actually changed it the, the second day because they were like uh, the first day, they just kind of like let everybody in. And the second day, they like made people be like wait outside or okay, like kind of yeah. control how many people were in the space at a time because mm-hmm. it got so like intense and people were not happy about it. Oh, but, wow. um, but I just feel like the energy is going to be a little different, too, though, because like, I don't know. Like I'm a little bit intimidated by the Boston jackets. You know, I don't feel like it's just going to be a sea of people that are wearing their like super old Boston jackets and stuff. Mm. I'm just like, I don't really love this kind of. What do you What do you mean you're intimidating? Intimidated by the jackets? So like everyone wears the Boston like they have the the jacket with the big unicorn on the back. You know, yeah. everyone wears that to kind of like flex and be like, see, I'm a Boston marathoner. You know, oh, really? I wow. I don't have the jacket. Well, I bought one. Cause this is my first time running the race, but like, do but people like, do that though? Is it yeah. t- really? Yeah, I, I mean, to, I know they, I know your eye open for it. The next expo you go to, you're going to be like, Oh man, that guy, he came in and he wants to be the big chicken, you know? And he's like, wow. fluffing the feathers. he's got the, Boston, okay. You know, that's what see, I, people are doing. I mean, I see everyone wearing them, but I didn't know the intention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I don't think people mean it that way, but that's how I receive it. Oh, I'm, okay. Okay. I've, I've insecurity issues i guess i don't know know. (laughs) Uh, yeah uh all right let's get some people in the chat kevin says hey ko and mrs space cadet hello everyone hi kevin um aaron can i i don't think i've ever told you this but i remember i first like found your content on tiktok like during the pandemic and for a really long time until I think until I had seen like uh, like listened to an interview when you were just like where the name Mrs. Space Cadet came from. Mm-hmm. I really thought that Dan was like in the Air Force or like in the military somehow, and he oh. was like a space like in the military, in the space program like, space or, something. or something. <laughs> and you were Mrs. Space Cadet. I, that's what I thought. That's where I thought it came from. Yeah, and I was like, what does her husband do? Like wow. they're out in the middle, I'm like that's they're out in the so middle funny. of nowhere. They must live near like a missile silo. I, <laughs> I bet you he's like in charge of a nuclear missile. That's so funny. I think Dan's actually watching right now. Maybe, <laughs> but if he's not, I'm gonna have to bring that up to him because that's hilarious. The yeah. funny thing is, he was in the Air Force okay. a so, while so, ago. Um, nothing to do with space. And um, yeah, I think that's if I saw Mrs. Space Cadet or uh, anyone else, they'd probably think that too. Um, but, and cause I think calling someone a space cadet is not common anymore. This was like in yeah. the, in the nineties, maybe. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, and Drew says, co is how I learned about both Aaron and Laura Green. Oh, hi, Drew. Have you met Drew before? What? Yeah. Lots of Did people that, like, that, theory? that I'm familiar with here and oh. Laura Green bestie. Yeah. Kind yeah, of, sure. not really. We're not besties, but in my head, we are. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I think she'll be she'll be in town. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've met area. in person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and um, we Facetime before. So oh, that's nice. I think that's bestie territory. That is. That is. I've, <laughs> I've not face Facetime. Laura's never asked to Facetime me. Laura. So okay. <laughs> <sighs> um, 
I'm gonna go on my phone. FaceTime ask to FaceTime Kofuzi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Dan Johnson says I finished in the top 200 at Boston back in the eighties, but he never got the jacket. He's like, I don't need the bragging rights. Oh, see, there you go, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I think you should get a jacket though for old yeah. time's sake. I know, but, but like, that's cool. Top 200. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, if you didn't get it that year though, you can't like get it another year's and be oh. like, I got okay. this this year to remind myself of the time I did it a long time ago. You know what I mean? I see. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Lots of rules. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there are or not. I think <laughs> I'm making it more of a bigger deal than it no, is. No, I think it is a big deal. I think it is a big deal because a lot of um, people that take running seriously, there's a lot of things that are a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I really find that fascinating. Like the brain of a serious runner. Mm-hmm. Dan sent me laughing emojis, so he is uh he did hear that. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, um I mean I'll never be a serious runner, but I'm still very interested in serious runners. And like mm-hmm. so right now I'm reading Kara Goucher's yeah. book and mm-hmm. um I have Des Linden's ready to go. I just um at one point Kara was talking about like every millisecond counts. So you know, they're sweating in this altitude tent mm-hmm. for days yeah. on end watching, you know, TV when they're not working out and because it could potentially shave like a tenth of a second off their time. And so it's almost like you have to have kind of an obsessive um, type personality to be to enjoy that type of thing and be good at it. Like mm-hmm. in I forget what live you were doing, but you you said you felt off-centered you were probably like half an inch maybe off-centered and it was really bothering you and in my head yeah yeah, in my head I'm like oh he's probably like that's why he's really into this you know running thing like yeah (laughs) okay yeah yeah I see what you're saying yeah uh yeah I mean I don't know I'll maybe I'll I'll see if I can ask her if she ever I don't think she liked being in the altitude tent I think I, that she, I, it didn't seem like yeah, it th- the I way she just, wrote about it. The yeah. Things that she's willing to do um, to get there, you yeah. know, but I think Jennifer Herring in the chat has a good point and I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad where if you get, you get the jacket, you earn the jacket, wear the jacket, you know? Um, but she says, everyone has a different story about Boston. It doesn't mean they're bragging. It's special. It's a big deal. I think. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's definitely your feeling insecure. Yeah, well, that's definitely true. I mean, that's pretty much all. all <laughs> anything that I'm like angry about or like don't like, there's a at the base of there's it. An is I, I feel bad about myself. <laughs> first, <laughs> it's and, good that you're self-aware about that. Yeah, you know, I have I I run a lot. I have a lot of time to think. I have a lot of time to dwell. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Let's see. Going back to um some of the interviews i recently listened to the one that you did um like with lucy charles barkley yeah how was that i was a little starstruck for that one because i had just and i think i mentioned this in in the interview but i had just watched her um i think she came in second uh Mm -hmm. in the iron man and that's what it's called right yeah I just second guessed myself there. Yeah. Uh, It sounded weird when I said that, but yeah, I was on the live stream um, watching that. And Mm I, I, you know, thought it was like such a crazy accomplishment because she was coming off, you know, injuries and setbacks and stuff. 
And after I watched that is when they said, hey, you're going to interview Lucy Charles Barkley. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? you might want to pick IO for that one because yeah. <laughs> like I I get very flustered if I'm like super excited. But she was so nice and so genuine that like the conversation just flowed and I felt very comfortable. But um, wow, like what a, a fascinating person. Yeah, um, um, I think that like there's sometimes when I've interviewed some pros before and I'm like, oh, pros, they're just like us. And then there's other pros that I interview and I'm like, oh, this person is a star, like not just good right. at the sport, you know, and they're like, this person has like that, like star quality. You know what I mean? OK, did that um, make you feel uncomfortable when you were interviewing them? Um, yes, it did. I, I didn't, I've not had the chance to interview Lucy, but um, I interviewed um, Ailish McColgan one time. Mm-hmm. I was in like this big scrum of people and I like it was my turn to ask a question. And I was like, um, uh, what's your favorite color? Yeah, I was like, um, people like your Instagram and stuff. Can you tell me about that? That was like, it was like, it was like, and then like all these like hardcore reporters are like, who is this guy? So you got in as media somewhere, like yeah. after a race? Yeah, yeah. It was before okay. the race. Oh, before the race. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, I didn't say that. I, it, I, I had a little bit, a little bit better of a formulated question, but everyone else was like talking about like race tactics and stuff. And I was right. Like, Tell me, tell me about like how you feel about being like a celebrity, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something I would ask. Do you, do you find uh, that you have that issue sometimes with more serious media and then like you come in as, you know, a social media person and they're like, who are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. Yeah. All I've been, time. yeah. Same. There's a, there's a handful <laughs> of people that like understand like what I'm like doing, you know, uh-huh. and like understand that like not everyone is trying to write for a byline you know like i don't care about like i don't i don't work for a newspaper i'm not competing with you i'm asking completely different questions yes yeah and like and that's okay but like they're like but like this is my space you know and this is where i work you know kind of thing and i'm just like all right go do your thing then i'll get out of your way right right there can be they can be pretty harsh and yeah yeah there was this situation where I think it was just a misunderstanding, but Dan was trying to film me holding a finish line tape because yeah. I was really scared about it. Yeah. And he was he was technically closer to the finish line, but not a good shot at all to get the actual athlete coming through. Mm-hmm. But the press people were very angry about it and yeah. kind of yeah. like pushed back and said, why is he up there? And I mean, the lovely ladies at usatf were like um this is why you can be quiet now (laughs) yeah yeah i remember you telling that story it's really funny yeah Uh, i I think photographers are a whole other like kind of group of people too because like you know they got to get the shot i mean like a a journalist i think has like time to at least ask a question yeah the photographer if you missed the shot like that might have been the only reason they sent you somewhere right you know and if you you didn't get it there goes like four thousand dollars of expenses you know right I'm very yeah. careful at like USATF stuff too to be make sure I'm at the very like other end of the press so that they can ask the questions. Yeah. Like I don't want to be in anybody's way. Yeah. And uh piss anyone off. <laughs> yeah, there there was um at, at world championships, there was a kind of a cur- a kerfuffle. Did you go to world championships this last no, year? No, I wanted to so bad, I just couldn't make it work. Okay. Yeah. Well, um 
I, I, they weren't talking about me because I didn't get media, actual media credentials. Okay. But there were some other people that kind of are in the like kind of journalism, kind of social media space, like kind of like straddle the line that were in the same area as like the quote unquote real journalists. Okay. And so like they were all like grumbling, like, can we put those other people in a separate space? Cause we're trying to do oh. our, you know what I mean? And it was just like, they, were, they wanted segregation of people. And I was just yeah, like, yeah, well, you know. It, it might thing. come down to like who's getting the most uh impressions yeah. viewers <laughs> well i mean if that's the case then like you should be up front <laughs> you should get the first crack at that right but it's yeah. just that's not the worlds we're in yet like yeah. traditional media even if they get even if they have a smaller audience they're like the the head honchos you know yeah well i thought i mean i mean like new york times probably does get a lot of impressions yeah i would hope so, so it's like <laughs> You know, it's not like they're just like some like dying legacy brand. Right, but, right. You know, but it's just, it's an interesting space, like the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, Chris Chavez and like that whole team, they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they're legit media. I would look at them as more media than social media at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, some of the I mean, I guess if you're if you're a competitor, if they're competing, you know, they're eating your lunch a little bit, then, yeah, you know, I could see it. You, people could be a little bit sour about it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, have you got any of that and any of the USATF events that you like at the New Balance Grand Prix or anything like that? Um, with other, then, with other media know? people? Yeah. Or by then, like, have people kind of figured out what you're doing? Um, I just after that like finish line thing mm-hmm. yeah i was very uh and we also at that same race had multiple people that worked there come up and be like why are you back here oh um very rude and so <laughs> yeah. so because and i i do not like confrontation yeah. at all like i am uh oh my gosh yeah it makes me sweat just thinking about confrontation so yeah i instantly shrink back and because of those um confrontations yeah uh in like boston and and for the milrose games anytime that i thought there were like press or media or whatever near me i instantly like went to the other side and i'm like okay i'll stand here i'll go in the corner (laughs) um when i was um i was filming the women's marathon in eugene Uh uh-huh and uh you know, it's a big looped course. It's several miles long. And there's this one kind of area. It's kind of like a tree line, like park, like road. So it's not like a real road, but it's paved. Yeah. And um, there's this one other photographer. I'm standing on one side of the street. And then this other guy like flags me down. He yells at me. I think he's like a French photographer. And he's like, move. he's like, you're in my shot. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I move and I move like, you know, I walk like 10 feet down. He goes, more and so i walk another 10 feet down and he's like you're still in my shot i'm like dude <laughs> you don't get the entire street i've right. moved 30 feet already yeah. for, you know and so like all i did was i just i just ran like i kept running further okay i'm yeah. getting a better shot from the new spot but i'm just sometimes they're just like you're not even in their way they just they want their me. space okay. yeah. Maybe, yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know ah oh, all right but um are you looking forward to some of the experiences at Boston? Cause you've never been there for the Boston marathon weekend. Have you? I, I was actually there last year oh, um, okay. to do, I was just like there to watch the race. And I don't even know if I said beforehand that I was going to Boston. Okay. I kind of just like went and to, to watch 
uh, a couple people race and I did not have any events planned. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, no one really knew I was going until I was there. And I kind of uh, regret that because I think if I put it out there, I could have done more yeah. and seen more people, but yeah. I didn't really know that's how a marathon weekend was. Oh, okay. Okay. Now I do. And I'm like, I yeah. want to be at everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, if your manager's running the race, how, it, who's going to manage you this weekend though? Um, yeah, I'm kind of, you have to do it unfortunately on my own. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, no, I think she'll manage me in the way that she will say like, you need to be here from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. And then you need to be at this spot from this time to this time. And don't forget to get your wristband and don't forget to do this. And then she'll go to the start line and run. (laughs) How did you find your manager? She actually found me funny enough in Boston last year. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, she thought that I already had management. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very flattering, but I do this chaos all by myself. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was very flattering. I, absolutely. I had, I mean, I had an agent that was helping me negotiate contracts, but in uh-huh. terms of someone helping me with like overall things, yeah. um, definitely not. I was just kind of winging it. Mm-hmm. And I think because I kept thinking things would slow down Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll like, be fine yeah. in a month. Mm-hmm. And it just kept ramping up. So, um, yeah. Regan kind of came in at the perfect time, but, um, we just met casually there because she also has a, a food account boston foodies that's actually her um like she does as a hobby (laughs) but um she i was looking for places to eat that had good food that did not require me to dress up so i wanted to wear my sweatpants and so she said um that we could do a sweatpants food tour and yeah so we chatted on instagram and then we met in line at this place uh the first place that we went to and yeah, she kind of slipped it in there that she has a management agency. <laughs> okay, okay. And um, I, I needed a couple months to like process and decide if that's what I wanted to do. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. how we first met. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. And how, and you've been enjoying that? So much so. Yeah. yeah. I I it's it allows me to do more, um, okay. because it frees up time, and I also don't feel like I'm dropping the ball like a thousand mm-hmm. balls really. Yeah, all the time yeah. because I can trust that someone else is following up and, and things like that. Yeah. You no, know, I get that all the time where I feel like oh, I was supposed to follow up with this person like two weeks after something, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I met someone and I should have followed up and then I forgot. I got to get management. Really... Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm like you, I'm like, ah, oh, this is all going to go away in like a couple of months. You yeah. Know, like, well, people are going to stop caring really soon. So, no, especially yeah. not your stuff. Like that's a, it's very, um, timeless. I mean, people are always going to want to know, what did you do marathon weekend? What are you training for? What do you think about mm-hmm. these shoes? There's always new shoes coming out. Yeah. That, you know? that is nice. Yeah. So you'll always it, have something to do. Yeah. It's, it's convenient. Well, I mean, I always have something to do with, well, people care, you know, yeah, that's they will. Feel like I'm like, ah, if they care know. now. Yeah. Well, I'm like, if if everyone gets four, 15 minutes of fame, I'm like, I've been telling people this for years. I'm like, I'm at like 14 and a half minutes. Like, it's almost, I mean, like, this is like a good, like, farewell tour. Every time I go somewhere, I'm like, well, this is nice. So yeah. As a reminder of the time that people cared. But like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to be like anonymous soon. You know? Yeah. I felt like that. Um, 
I remember New York City Marathon. Like I was on the Today Show. Then I'm like, that was fun, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, thanks so much for following me. It was a really yeah. good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that is like the the wildest thing that you've ever gotten to do is like to be on the Today Show? I mean, that's pretty crazy. I think it was crazy. Um, I didn't have time to process anything that yeah. happened like yeah. press wise around the New York City Marathon. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't because mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I go on to the next thing and just try not to mess up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to say it's the craziest in terms of press, I would say. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Stevie76 is saying Kofusi has also been on the local news. Um, but that's local, not national. It's that's still news. Place. Yeah, but usually, you know how I get on the news? Um, wow. It's usually because it's really cold and like they take the news crew out by the lake and they're like, look at all these crazy runners. Let's talk to one of you guys. <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> it's, it's like always me. So like that's I have like so three funny. Like one is from like, there was like a, a giant windstorm that came through and like the waves were like crashing over the wall of the walls. Mm -hmm. And they were like, people are running out here. They shouldn't be. What's this guy doing? Let's talk to him. And the next time it was like zero degrees out. So I was like, sorry to stop you when it's so cold, but why are you here? So that's like, so funny that it's always you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's only one runner in Chicago. Yeah. This guy, you know? I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, JC says it's crazy. Foozy. It, it's a little bit crazy. <laughs> um let's see there's a question here sean devlin who's from boston says kofuzi what would you do if the channel died he says it won't would you go back to law or get a new career um I, I have an answer to that aaron what would you do if all of a sudden like it all like went away and it was like now it's just quiet and no one's bugging you on your phone anymore i think if i had money mm -hmm. um i would start a business I have a dream, uh, kind of like a non-alcoholic bar slash gathering place. Okay. Um, yeah. I would do something like that. Mm -hmm. But if I had no money, yeah, I would probably go into maybe consulting, like uh, marketing, digital media consulting yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I don't. I would not go back to my law my law job. Although what's interesting is I got a um, I got an email from a like an old kind of colleague that someone mm -hmm. that I kind of did some work with before and they were like hey I know like you're not doing this work anymore but um he developed like a software app he's like can you come in and film us like doing the app and like do some voiceovers and stuff and I was like that sounds tempting but I'm like I don't I just want to stay away from that space yeah yeah like, I just yeah. want to be in the legal space anymore right but I don't I don't I think I think I would just do my my wife works so i'm like i would just make sure that her job is as easy as possible outside of like the work part you know right and that's then, a valid that's and valid watch the kids and go yeah. to all the and then wear my boston marathon jacket everywhere you go it's cross-country meets you know so people yeah. can know like my kid <laughs> you know that's my kid out there <laughs> Intimidating. i love that yeah <laughs> uh, that's so funny um Sean says I should be a black and gray athleisure designer. Yeah. I mean, I like the black and gray. Um, you've been doing, speaking of like not athleisure, but like the, the clothes, has anyone ever asked you to like help them design clothes? Cause you've been doing like the, the shorts tests across all the different brands. You know what? I feel like they're missing out. 
that they're not asking me to yeah um at least have a hand in like troubleshooting or mm -hmm. things like that yeah. i have a very valid test method that i put yeah. them all through <laughs> yeah so yeah. um yeah i feel like i mean maybe i have to just design my own shorts yeah well i mean i just feel like uh i think there's a very potentially lucrative like consulting opportunity for you there right where you could be like look this is what real people like all these people in here you guys are not real runners anymore like, if you, you have air between yeah. your thighs yeah. you do not belong testing these shorts yeah yeah so you can be like look here here's what real people need yeah you yeah. can those people can go with like the fashion and how many pockets or where the pockets could be mm -hmm. um but leave the chafing and the riding up your thighs test to the real you know yeah. thigh yeah. gobblers yeah <laughs> robin <laughs> says question for Aaron: what's your current favorite running shorts then i know you've done a series reviewing a bunch yeah so to run in i always stick with the uh like bike style shorts mm -hmm. um just because that's like a solid, uh, I know they're not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And things when I'm running that move enrage me. Like I'll, okay. I'll just go home. If a, okay. a tank top is like moving to the side, oh, which okay. happened, yeah. uh, I forget what brand that was, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that is, but I, I get very angry. And um, I think for shorts, the thing is, the reason I tested the shorts, uh, flowy shorts, I guess you could call them, is because running so much like marathon training, I'm sick of being in the tight shorts. Mm -hmm. I want my skin to breathe. Okay. So I started that series when I noticed that like every pair that I bought was just going right up my thighs in two steps. Mm -hmm. And the winner of that was actually, um, I hope I can remember the name. They're definitely REI. Um, I think they're the Swiftland shorts. Um, they passed the test, multiple tests, and also Lululemon track that five inch okay. shorts. All Those right. are the two. Those are the two that won. Yeah. Nice. I'll be doing another series this season. Did because you? I I mean that's I, that's uh, that's one that you could do every year. Yeah, because they're like always each, different. Yeah. They're discontinuing yeah. things, and then you have yeah. to find a new pair. You're doing the hard work though, because it's like yeah. you got to get through a Someone lot of has to. <laughs> to get to the good ones, you know? Right. And I feel like I'm a good uh, candidate to do this for everybody because a lot of the times I can get the shorts for free. So right. Right, right. that way someone else doesn't have to buy all these shorts. I right. can test them all. Yeah. Now you've been working with a lot of brands though. Did we're, did we're, I don't know if I'm like, mm, we wish you would have liked ours a little bit more. I think surprisingly, because I tell each one, like, uh, just a disclaimer, if I don't like it, I will be saying that. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want me to do that, then I, I just won't try them. And that's okay, too. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but surprisingly, they're just happy to have a video of their shorts. Yeah. yeah. Because if they don't work for me, they might work for someone else. That's, that's the true. So that's there's, true. I'm sure there's some benefit. Yeah. Uh, Chiletta1519 has a question for you. Mrs. Space Cadet, my wife is doing her first marathon in January. Any tips for her training? She's got uh, some time because it's, what, seven, eight months away. Oh, that's so, that's perfect. Yeah. But the biggest thing that I wish I knew when I was training for my first marathon is to trust the process. Because the thing is, 
after you run a marathon, you know, your body can physically do 26.2 miles. So your brain training for your first marathon is constantly questioning like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even finish that 10 mile run. How am I going to run 26.2? And you're always stuck on that 26.2 number in -hmm. comparison to what you're doing at the moment. So just remembering to not even think of that 26.2, just trust the process and the spot that you're at. Cause as long as you're consistent, you'll get there. Awesome. That's, I yeah. think that's really good advice. I, I would agree with that. Um, there was another one in here. Christina run says, I just got the eight inch Lululemon fast and free. I hate the way they look, but mm. they get the job done. Love flowy shorts. But if I run in them, I have to wear tons of chafing cream. Oh, I feel your pain. <laughs> I actually K taped K T taped myself for the chicago marathon okay because it's the only thing that would prevent chafing i've tried every product and it hurt coming off but it worked (laughs) (laughs) so christina you might want to try that just kt tape any spot that chafes okay interesting i don't think i've ever (laughs) tried that before uh auto says are you planning any space races i don't know what a space race is do you know what that means I don't if you mean like am I planning to put on a race um by my like me coordinate a race um I would love that that's like a future goal of mine to have mm-hmm. a race that is um kind of like thinking outside the box in terms of what the experience is like okay so um yes that's a another dream we'll see tell, how that tell goes me out. tell me a little bit about that Cause it, so- it sounds like there's at least a nugget of an idea. So are we talking like mm-hmm. kind of like the club that has all the fo- soap foam mixed with a running race or oh, like nothing messy like that, okay. but <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you go to, for example, a marathon weekend, there are lots of events, but they're all the same. So there's always going to be shakeout runs. There's always going to be a panel, um, an expo and things like that. But, I mean, where are the, like the dog petting comfort zones when you're nervous and you have just a bunch of like puppies running around and you can go hold a puppy, you know what, (laughs) things like that. I mean, why, why not? I was, uh, I was sitting in the airport in Eugene leaving world championships. Mm -hmm. They have a couple of dogs that just walk around for people to pet. I love that. I mean, not by themselves. There was a handler. There's someone that's like with them, like on a leash. They're not just free ranging the dogs yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um there's this there was like this one old pug that just kept coming up to me oh it was like wanted to be pet and i was like actually this is a really great idea i mean if i were allergic to dogs that'd be one thing but i'm not so i was like this is nice yeah i mean you know to bring people a little comfort maybe they're scared of flying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah different things to deal with nerves and um other things to pump people up that I've never seen at races before. You know, running running three two one six says they had a dog zone at the New Oh, did they? How did like, I miss that? Like a cheer zone, or like I don't know what that. Running, you're gonna have to tell us more about that because neither of us. So you could go yeah. in and and pet the dog somewhere. That I mean, see, can you imagine that? Like you know, like if you're you're like halfway through the race, or you're like at mile <laughs> like sixteen, they're like, do you need the biofreeze? Do you need petroleum jelly? No, give me a like a. I just need to pet a dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need I need a border collie. <laughs> that's what I <laughs> you know? yeah I love that that'd be pretty funny um yeah uh anything any other things yeah I feel like other race experiences I don't know 
what what do i what i don't know what i think would be is missing from the experience i think that there's just not enough food but i always think that no matter what you know no i agree there's not enough food especially for like a hungry group of people yeah like runners are yeah i mean i guess there's snacks and stuff but like i don't know i will uh, i went to the expo at um for the la marathon not this year but last year and mm-hmm. the, there because it's la the, like the expo is outside so there's like food trucks and stuff all over the expo and i'm like yeah see this is this is the way to do it right yeah i don't want a stale bagel and a banana yeah uh yeah i, I i've i've never liked bananas yeah so. do you drink alcohol mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah. i thought it was weird that um after chicago mm-hmm. i knew they give you a beer Mm-hmm. but they hand it to you open yeah yeah i think they don't want you i don't i don't know if they want they, they want to make sure like the you're not giving it to someone i guess or I don't, oh like I underage don't I, I think that's what it is okay. i don't know but yeah i just is... wonder like how do what if someone's like in recovery or very sensitive to that and they're oh, just yeah. like here take it take it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, it is kind of in the middle of the walkway, but I would. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. It's good beer. Yeah, you Bruce know, like, um, what you can do um, if you wanted to, you could finish the race, drink the beer on the one side because it's like a, a thing that's in the center and there's a, two sides that you go around. If you walk around to the other side, they don't know that you've already gotten one. So oh, you can, you tricky. You can get a second one if you Tip- want. Tricks Something. of the trade, you know, by Kofuzi. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the post race beers. Yeah, I stopped drinking, but I, I um, was not a fan of the post race beers. They did not make me feel good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you normally get that after a race, like, uh, like your stomach's unsettled or anything like that? Uh, no. I, I mean, when I say they didn't make me feel good, I mean more like tired and mm-hmm. like foggy. Whereas usually oh, okay. a beer would have like picked me up, but after yeah. a marathon, I'm like, I don't know. It just kept made me keep going down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So, I mean, most of the time I'm ready for one, but uh, there's been a couple of races like marathons where I'm like, I can't, I don't think I can have anything right now. Like I yeah. just need to like let my stomach settle for a little while. Um, have you ever been to a race that, Someone's Devin Patterson says, I wish they had start groups for the races where you can run with your dogs. I was feel wrong mm. running without my Huskies. Have Aww. you ever run? Have you ever done a race where there's dogs? Not in the race. No, but I yeah. haven't done many races period. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't, I'm, I feel like there's, there's just, well, there's dog race, the races with the dogs can across. Have you ever seen that? No, there's these special harnesses that um you can put on your dog and you attach it to yourself and then you run together as a team oh okay. so the dog pulls you a little bit so the times are really really fast yeah i bet <laughs> um i mean I my like... dog wouldn't make me go any faster because he's a pug yeah you got slightly a little... overweight so <laughs> yeah, you <got> a little... <laughs> but i just feel like if you had a bunch of people with the dogs i just feel like that ever that'd be like a recipe for tangled leashes right yeah, and I mean they don't let strollers on the course a lot yeah. of times either. I think yeah. for maybe a similar reason, it's just like your if it's not your physical being, it's something mm-hmm. separate from you. It's probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jennifer says, "Oh, there's a lot of races that you can run with your dog in New Jersey." Oh, New Jersey. Okay. They, they let everything happen in New Jersey. 
Yeah. Well, not the marathon that I was planning to do. Oh, that, was, that was your first, that was the first one you were going to do, right? It was going to be, well, first one was Philadelphia that got canceled. Mm -hmm. And then the second one was New Jersey because other races were happening that year, but the New Jersey one did not. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm originally from New Jersey. So. I did not know that. I don't mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I lived there for, uh, I mean, we kind of moved around a little bit, but um, down by the shore is where I kind of grew up. Wow. Uh, that's very awesome. close to like the original MTV beach house. Oh, like that. seaside. Is that seaside Heights or ocean like, city? It, well, it went there, but like the first one was like in Belmar or something like that. Oh, like okay. To Sandy Hook. And I'm like, well, they did what there? I just wow. feel like, I feel that was the first year it was like super chaotic. It wasn't like a real thing. I just feel like they were like, uh, we've got like $10,000. What should we do? And they just <laughs> right. a, like a random house for like yeah. a week on spring yeah. break. Um, so it's kind of close to that. So, okay, or like yeah. if you watch uh, like the Jay and Silent Bomb films, they're from Red Bank. Yeah. Like I, I grew up in Eaton Town, which is like the next town over. Okay. Wow. So, um, yeah. So I like, I, I, it's okay if I make fun of New Jersey, I guess. Yeah. You get a pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I'm having a lot of fun with the conversation and I can keep going all day. Oh, uh, same. Yeah, I know. But uh, I, I don't want to take up too much of your day. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank um, you. Today. Um, there's, is there, there's a charity component to the, your managers running the race uh, this year, right? Um, we were hoping to mm -hmm. have that figured out, but there's lots of legal I okay. did not, I didn't know okay. this, but there's lots of legal things surrounding mm -hmm. victims of that oh, for okay. raising money. Oh, I so I, see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Treading okay. lightly on the, the subject, but okay. um, yeah, I'm all for a good fundraiser, but I didn't realize we'd run into all that red tape. Ah, so. Okay. All right. Well, I yeah. wanted to make sure if, if there was something going on that we spotlighted there. For I appreciate later. it. You know me, I will be having a fundraiser for anything. Okay. So I'll just come up with my own and give it to somebody. Okay. <laughs> I'm not All running right. a marathon this year, so I have to find something else. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Well, thanks again so much. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone needs to know how to find you. I think everyone here follows you already, but remind everyone uh, some good places to find you on the internet if they want to see you more. Yeah. On um, Instagram, it's I'm Mrs. Space Cadet. Um, TikTok is Mrs.Space.Cadet. And my website is MrsSpaceCadet.com. Awesome. All yeah. right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, chiming in in the chat. It was great to have you guys here. And thanks, Aaron, so much. Thank you. And thanks, uh, everyone. All right. Uh, tomorrow's video, guys. Uh, there won't be a video tomorrow because one came out today on the Topo Cyclone, too. So I'll see you at the live stream again tomorrow. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. In the meantime, be safe out everybody.